Hey, Dane. Where are you going? Hey, Nile. What you doing? Who are those guys? It's, it's us. us. Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Nile Spain. And we are your new guys. Welcome back. We are a weekly New Girl fan cast where we uh, go through episode by episode the entire series of the best sitcom ever. Oh, yeah. New Girl. Uh, thanks for coming back. Um, and I know you're probably all as excited for this one as we are because it's a big one. Yeah. It's season three. Season three. It's the series, or season premiere. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a big one. It is. Yeah. There a lot, like a lot of things happened at the end of... Mm-hmm. Season two. Um, yeah, we got into a lot of stuff last week, and I think, fuck it, this episode speaks for itself. Let's just start anew. Yeah, we will uh, say, as always, uh, this will probably contain spoilers, which we've seen all of New Girl. Um, so if you haven't, if you're watching it like with us, yeah, um, please know this is like a retrospective and not a uh, like a, a, an episode-to-episode thing. So if you haven't seen all of New Girl, please watch it first, and then uh, come and join us and listen yeah. to our commentary. So this is Season 3, Episode 1. As, as usual, uh, we don't want to spoil anything for you, so just be aware. But you know the drill by now, so... Yeah, you got to be all in. Oh. Oh. I see that little throwback that little you're doing reference. there. And by throwback, I mean just stating, you know, the things episode that in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so where do we start with this one? Like... It's kind of momentous, you know? Like, two of the biggest things that have been building in the series just happened. Yeah. Uh, CC's marriage got called off. I feel bad. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, so... Well, we I mean, warned you, so fuck I feel it. like after... And you already saw it last week with us, so... Like, 40-something episodes, if you... If you don't know, we're going to have spoilers in it by now. Yeah. No, like, no. we've already spoiled plenty of shit for you. True, and also you <laughs> knew it was getting called off last episode, so... Yep. Um, and then Nick and Jess, finally. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. We all know how I feel about Nick and Jess's relationship. True. At least this, like, in this juncture of the show. This is when it's good, so... No, this is when it's shit. Well, this episode's good. Yeah, this episode's fine. Yeah. But, like, this enters in, like, the boring Nick era of just, like... Yeah. It becomes sort of like the Schmidt and Winston show. To be fair, Nick's pretty great in this episode. He is, he but... friends to strangle a child. Uh, Schmidt and Winston. Oh, it's peak Definitely, Winston. yeah. I think it is entirely peak Winston. And big reveals there, but we'll get to that later, I think. Another thing that I absolutely hate, which we'll get into. That? Yeah. It's like one of my least favorite things. Did we just talk about it now? Sure. Fuck, it makes no sense that he's colorblind. How does it just come up now? It's like a 30-something-year-old man. I think that's the best part, though. But it's like, he's... Yeah, like there's so many things like that are indicative that like money and grass like the grass is always greener he's never heard that and been like that's weird grass is brown actually makes sense for the show I love how they're not afraid to just go batshit what I don't remember is whether this actually gets referenced later on or not I don't think it does and that's the thing I don't think it's ever been hinted at prior to this and I don't think it's ever been referenced mm-hmm. again because we haven't noticed it on our rewatch um, I know I kind of like absolutely I forgot do another one I know, I completely forgot to see if Winston ever references colors. Yeah, I think, like, from now on, we can keep an eye out, like, as the weeks go by, see if they keep referencing it or not. Um, I do think I'll be a little disappointed if they don't. I'm almost positive they don't. Because, like, I'm a pretty big, like, nerd when it comes oh. to running jokes. Like, Community and mm-hmm. Arrested Development are very... Or, also, like, we have a New Girl fan cast, so yeah. we're not going to miss that. But I know, it's true. And if we do... Feel free to tweet us. Yeah, yeah. If you guys see anything, uh, usual stuff, you know, if we missed anything, if you have anything to add to our episode analysis, uh, let us know. Yeah. Because, you know, 
we are your new guys, but we are not infallible. So it's true. We we will make mistakes, and we want this to be a conversation. Yeah. Ex- well, yeah, as per usual, right? Yeah. Um. Cool. So, where do we start? I guess the beginning. Yeah. So, I <laughs> I do love this scene where they decide to go to Mexico. Yeah. Because. I thought, even like rewatching it, I kind of misremembered, and I thought they just decided to drive straight there. Um, I didn't realize they had that stopover back at the apartment, and they're just like <laughs> fucking just bullied by uh, Schmidt until they leave. Basically, it's, yeah. I think it's pretty priceless. Um, and they always kind of show Nick as getting so many texts from Schmidt. But I think it's the first time someone's actually called it out and just been like, "How much like their interdependency is really highlighted there?" Yeah, uh, which is golden. Also the fact that everyone has smartphones except for Nick who has that shitty flip phone I think is also <laughs> really good just like <laughs> and that comes up later on with Nick's pep talk with the kid it's just like one day you'll like a yeah. girl you want to give her everything but then you won't be able to afford it because you have no money yeah <laughs> you, know, you have the credit score of a homeless ghost he's like one of my favorite train wrecks he's he's so good okay Nick Miller Dane Miller, mm-hmm. Vacation Nick, or Paradise, sorry, Paradise, Paradise Nick, Nick, Vacation Dane, because um, there is a Vacation Dane. There is. And it's beautiful, and also not too dissimilar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past me to threaten a child with strangulation. No, I'm pretty sure you have. I'm pretty sure yeah. I have. You're easy, breezy, beautiful, you know, you never wear any sleeves. It's tough to get me into sleeves mm-hmm. on vacation. Yeah, and you got a usual white to, to flower, like, shirt like palette yeah that's great so i don't know it's something I'm, I'm realizing is you guys may have something more in common than i thought everyone always draws the comparison to me and nick i think because of the last names but i think i'm more like schmidt and i said this like that a thousand times but like i really do think i'm i am more schmidt than nick i'm certainly not you're winston, more winston. <laughs> you're 100 i mean so here's the thing i think there's like an equal part winston's of me because winston, cats. winston's the cat and man he's also a bit weird and obsessive and no offense you're a little weird and obsessive. I know. Whereas Schmidt is more just like douchey and like hyper overbearing. But that's and like that's, that's like really his per, like his per, his like projected persona though. I, I mean, let's get, let's get to the meat and potatoes of the episode. Oh, it's With the puzzle. Winston's puzzle. It's the best part. Yeah. It's peak Winston and I love it. it. I think this is like actually when Winston becomes my favorite character. Like I think this is sort of the upward swing of Winston's stupid bullshit yeah i feel like they didn't really know what to do with him and then i don't i'd love to know how it happened like they were just in a fucking boardroom somewhere and they're like let's just fucking go batshit the way the show was written like originally uh nick and jess were meant to be like antagonists like they were never meant to be romantic partners and it was just sort of like that chemistry on screen that sort of like guided it that way yeah um after following Lamorne on Instagram, I'm almost positive that like like he does the weirdest shit and his Instagram posts are so sort of like absurd and like yeah. bullshitty and like I can't remember the name of it, but it's like uh Trinidad Jones or something, which is his like his rap persona, which is bullshit again. So I really think that this like absurd is Winston life. is literally like a a reflection of his own like absurd humor. Yeah. And I, I honestly think that like that's how this all came about was like I don't think they really wanted to write him this way, but I yeah. think his, like, actions and, and sort of, like, He probably just, like, acted like that on set all the time, and they were like, fuck it. This is yeah. hilarious. 
I have a hard time believing that like he wasn't actually doing a puzzle at one point and being like, you're fucking terrible at puzzles. Also, you're <laughs> weird when you do them. And they were just like, yeah, put it in the show. Yeah, it, that so good. And yeah, like it. this is kind of like the golden era of Winston from here on out because he just starts getting fucking ridiculous. Uh, it is the start of like the whole prank Sinatra yeah. thing. And like it's it's leading into CC and Winston mess arounds. It's Oh, yeah. The classic CC Winston mess around. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Um, Schmidt, as always, on point in this episode. Although I think, like, his personal plot, not the best, but his reactions to just everyone around him. Yeah, comedically, he's, like, I don't think he's ever missed a beat, but, like, this is, it really upsets me because, like, Schmidt's, like, I feel like this it, is it, sort of like a black really mark on, on, like, if you look at, like, the whole series, you're like, oh, but... He has kind of, he he did do some shitty things. Yeah, yeah. And, and it I sucks because like, really in character. Either. No, like I think the kind of the funny like, oh shit, I have to commit. Like I don't want to hurt people. Yeah, that kind of feeds in. But I really don't think that would happen at the expense of like him being good to people. And because he's being real shit. For, like, yeah, like he literally he's cheating on people cheats for on like them. a week. Oh, longer than that. Like this goes on for a while. But pretty sure, like in turn, like I in can't the, remember. It's a couple well, episodes. We, okay, let's not jump ahead, right? Yeah, I so th- there's gonna be spoilers. Yeah. Um, but- <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things where you're just like, but like like later on you see how good Schmidt is, yeah. and like you see those like there's like those little moments, especially when like he first like kind of hooks up with CC. Mm-hmm. Um, I think well, they're usually, still not. It's usually like performative douchebaggery, right? At the start, exactly. Whereas this is just him being an actual asshole. Yeah. Um, and I I do feel like it's kind of out of keeping with everything else, and I don't know. I feel like they just wanted extra drama. I think it's. I think it's them being afraid to leave the douchebag persona. I think they're still kind of leaning on that, that a little too hard. And they were, I think they felt like everyone was getting a little too nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, like Nick's going to calm down cause he's with Jess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then if like puzzles, yeah. And if fucking, if fucking Schmidt also settles down with one of the other girls, yeah. then it's like, there's really no sort of like conflict anymore True. other than like, the same thing over and over again of like Nick and Jess fighting or yeah. Schmidt and Cece fighting. True. I or... do think it was kind of clumsy and not necessarily in keeping with those characters though. Yeah. I mean, kind of my least favorite part of the, the this episode. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think this is, I think this is entering sort of, like, I think season three is probably my least favorite season. It has um, moments, but which, yeah. Which will like, I don't know. It, it's nice to do this because it'll be a nice retrospective to be like, because I remember. Like, uh, is it as bad as you remember? Yeah. Because sometimes I, you look back and you're like, wait, this episode and this episode were in season three. Exactly. And I know we had parts of that in season two. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I was actually really su- surprised by like the conclusions we came to by the end. Like, it was actually a pretty cool moment. Yeah. Especially when you like, you remember something a certain way and it's, yeah. it's really just sort of a reflection of like what you were doing. Yeah, when you first yeah. watch it. Also, but, it's it's a different experience to watch a show that like we used to wait a week to see the next part mm-hmm. of, and then being able to just watch it yeah. all in one chunk. I just thought it was kind of cool how like you had that revelation last week uh, about like when you were watching it at the time and like stuff you were going through, and I kind of had the like not the same one, but like the way they just met up and like it was really cool. I don't yeah, know, it was a nice moment. Um, but uh, but okay. you're right. There is there is one of those things where you're just like. Oh, maybe this isn't as bad. Like it was me when I watched, uh, I rewatched uh, Lost with Amanda, mm. and I was like, "Oh, season two is the fucking worst." And then I remembered, like, oh, "Okay, it's actually not that bad." And mm. then I, I watched season three. I was like, "No, season three is the bad one." I was like, "I got shit." Okay, no, this is actually kind of good. So, on the topic of Schmidt, what is your? I know this is a segment we're doing a little early this week. What is your best Schmidtism this week? 
Oh, Japanese Garden, hundred percent, a hundred percent. That like to this day, I quote it like out of context for no reason. It's, like, it's pretty good. Yeah, I have that one. I have that one as well. Um, also, what have you been doing? Just driving around kissing like a couple of Dutch hookers? Is that ki- is that a hickey? It's disgusting. <laughs> or of course. I had to look down at this girl to see if she's wearing shoes, and if those shoes had their shoelaces tied together, because this girl's just straight tripping, you know? <laughs> that one took a while to type out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, Japanese Garden, 100%. Yeah. It, just because, like, it sets the tone for Winston's absolute lunacy with this puzzle. Again, I will never stop talking about this fucking puzzle. It's so good. Um, just, like, straight off the bat, where he's just like, what's it going to look like? It's like the the whole point of doing a puzzle is you know what it looked like and you're trying to recreate that image. So like just that fundamental lack of understanding of what puzzles are, like you know it's going to be absolute fucking chaos. Is is that an almond? Are you eating them? Are you using them as pieces? (laughs) Um, I almost could have swore that they referenced it, but they don't actually make a reference to the fact that he's wearing a sweatshirt as pants at one point. (laughs) Like, I could have swore there was a moment where, like, someone called him, like, obviously Schmidt because he deals with him. Yeah, but no, they just... But no, they don't. And I think it's, like, I remember that sticking out and being like, oh, there's that moment. But it's like, nope. It just flies under the radar there. He's just just fucking wearing a sweatshirt as pants. Yeah. Also, like, the undertones that he may or may not be fucking the puzzles. Yeah. Like, (laughs) why does he get naked all the time? I don't know. Yeah. And he does at one point say, puzzle... I'm gonna do yeah, you. Yeah, as nasty as you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. And yeah, in that scene, he like it literally ends with like him pulling his pants down. Yeah, but like in a sneaky, sultry way. <laughs> yeah, in sort of a like, well, we're gonna get this done. What's kind he of doing way. to these puzzles? Is he know. the missing piece this whole time? <laughs> I mean, there's a reason they stick together when they're not in the right spot. It's fair. How else are you getting almonds in there? Yeah. <laughs> Best yeah. Winston moment or quote? Oh fuck! This whole episode. I honestly don't know. Oh, I want to. I want to go back to Beth Schmidt. I think my second one is when he asks Winston what color he thinks he is. <laughs> that's that's so good. Uh, also, it's such a throwaway line that, like, I wonder, like, even just the way he says it, I wonder if he didn't just like ad lib it. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Yeah, like if you if you watch like the bloopers which we do at like the end like when we did season two's bloopers yeah last week so we'll unfortunately we'll have a few episodes to get to before we get this one to 22 yeah um that's a few it is a few um but like the the season three bloopers are so good um i do want to like mention it because it's again a really good moment is when Winston's wearing the fucking sweatshirt pants and they're like circling around each other fighting oh, so good. Um, uh Winston kicks the chair and that's completely not yeah there's like an extended <laughs> cut of that scene where he like actually reveals that like he literally just fucking smashed his toe on a chair and yeah. just kept going I love that he kept going and that like also Schmidt works around it and like yeah. it's just such a good fucking moment yeah they both um, just kind of committed to it which is so great good. because it's it's gold it's gonna yeah. be gold I think what's especially gold is the uh Winston Schmidt showdown over CC <laughs> oh my which god which I think leads to my favorite Winston line which is I needed your underwear to sew into yeah. my underwear. I, I, so here's the thing. It's like the, the puzzle overshadowed it so much. I completely forgot about I that. Know. And that also like, it's so good. There's so many golden moments in this episode that, yeah, it is like legitimately hard to, like you you almost skip over them just to get, you know, 
yeah to the next bit and and it's also like really good foreshadowing of like realizing that Nick and Jess are going to be the least funny part of the show yeah when at one like point the they're like this isn't going to work and Schmidt and Winston are like yeah it's not yeah yeah. just like it's flat like, out like well no. you've called it boys because yeah it's it definitely does take a dip unfortunately yeah, because they deal with the same fucking bullshit. It's like, yeah. Nick's a man, baby, and Jess is a little too controlled. And it's like that for, yeah. I can't remember how many episodes, but too fucking many. Yeah. Um, And, like, it, it really does become the Schmidt-Winston show. Oh, 100%. Which, again, I'm okay with, because they're fucking hilarious. And this is the thing. is like, it, it really wasn't uh, much different before. Because, like, when I first watched the show, yeah. I thought it was going to be sort of, like, about Jess. And yeah. then the I think the very guys, quickly it... It shifted. Yeah. Um, um, and we've obviously discussed this before, but uh, yeah, it's and still it's, one of those things that, like, I, I am, you know, it is interesting how it developed. Yeah. Um, but, like, again, now I, I feel like once Nick and Jess start dating, they'd, like, kind of get put on the back burner because yeah, I really don't think the writers knew what to do with it. And it's, like, I, I've studied, like, sitcom writing and shit. And, like, mm. one of the, the most, like, one of the most dangerous things to do in sitcom writing is put your two leads in a relationship together because like if that's what they wanted that's sort of like what everyone wants it's like well then Then what are we doing other than waiting for them to break up although I do feel like you could definitely have handled it better than they did oh yeah because they just seem to shrug and again yeah put like Schmidt and Winston to the forefront um best Nick moment strangling the kid yeah or threatening Uh, to strangle the kid threatening to strangle the kid yeah um so good uh <laughs> point break moment also pretty good yep are also <laughs> the revelation that he has never had a key to the apartment <laughs> <laughs> i don't carry a key i just jimmy the lock open <laughs> so good yeah uh also the line i'm really fighting the urge to buy you a lobster dinner right now that is a pretty solid thing to I'm gonna, say to someone after sex oh hell yeah i'm gonna use that all the time it wouldn't work um, with my vegan girlfriend but it's even better please please say it next time uh now this one i think is an interesting illustration of what we were just talking about what's the that's so jess moment of this week oh man uh kind of none right yeah she doesn't do anything particularly jesse which i'm okay with yeah no she doesn't really do anything she doesn't and like again that's yeah like story arc yeah and a lot of season three is like she becomes almost sort of like a really boring villain to nick sometimes or a really whiny girlfriend to nick like she yeah. doesn't really have her own like story yeah anymore and like neither does nick it's just sort of like yeah, them it's... being the worst versions of themselves simply to create drama drama and like yeah. conflict between the two characters um, yeah kind of pity yeah, I don't really think she does much in this episode, which is a bit of a pity. Other than looking real cute in her, like, messed up Indian sari wedding garment. It's true. It's true. Um, I also think of special note is the Winston uh, Schmidt discussion of how Nick would fare in prison. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think if there ever was a, like, just moment in this one, it's probably her getting confused as to What's the difference. A sissy? Yeah, what, what a sissy is. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, yeah, overall, I think one of I think it's your favorite episode. It's definitely up there. It's yeah. it's certainly like as much as I hate sort of like what this leads into. I think just the puzzle shit. Like I remember watching this when it fucking came out, mm-hmm. and 
like to this day I still think about how funny that is. Yeah. It like was so I good. I will actually every now and then Google or like YouTube that clip of Schmidt <laughs> being like, It's a Japanese garden. It's on the box. <laughs> it's on the box. Yeah. So good. I also just forgot to mention the uh <laughs> when they get it's like, is he a sissy or a bitch? And then he's like, He's a chubby gringo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, it is it is nice to know that like even sort of like the worst episodes still have plenty of fucking jokes. Cause like there's a lot of sitcoms that suffer from uh like d- joke drought. Yeah. So like how I met your mother, the last season of how I met your mother was fucking rough. And like, it just kind of became sort of like really basic sort of like paint by number sitcom stuff Yeah. in between like really heavy melodrama. And you're just like, that's not why I'm here. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, like Schmidt is always just fucking hilarious. Yeah. And Nick usually, I think like even when him and Jess are being weird, just like the sheer shambles of a man that he is and throwing him references to that. So good. Winston's incredible. Uh, Cece really starts to come into her own after this as well, I think. Yes. Yeah. Like she starts yeah, to actually is... kind of get in on the bullshit instead of being that like straight character. Yeah. And it's also this, like, she's pretty like together and like, yeah, she rarely had any punchlines. It was usually yeah. like, she was just sort of like uh, that, you know, fifth party sort of like that observer kind of had it together. Chaos. You know? Yeah. Um, but when she starts to kind of devolve, it's great. Yeah. Um, which is nice. Cause like, Later on, she becomes a real fucking good character. Yeah, oh yeah, she's Especially so good. paired with Winston. Yeah, no, when, whoever came up with them doing the stuff together, so good. Uh, and then, of course, we also have uh, <laughs> fucking Schmidt trying to shred himself. <laughs> uh, see, that's like... Yeah, there, there's so much. That, that's, the pro- like, that's a really good sort of like juxtaposition of him cheating on these women and then him willingly trying to shred himself to like save Nick. You know what I mean? It's like, he's got that sort of like almost stupid, innocent pureness Mm -hmm. that really doesn't make me think that he's capable of cheating and lying on these, like to these women, especially like with Cece. Yeah. And I I do genuinely cares about. Yeah. I do think if they had done it, like he wouldn't break up with either of them, but didn't do anything. Right. And just avoided them. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And I don't see the need for them to have written in the other stuff because I feel like it doesn't heighten the tension. It just kind of sucks. I also don't remember if he, like, ever really redeems himself. I think it's just kind of forgotten. Yeah, I mean, we'll, I, we'll get honestly, to that, I but, kinda, like, yeah. I don't... Well, that'll be over the next few episodes. Yeah. It's um, going to be a big one, because that's pretty important. And, like, I don't remember, actually, that happening. Um, so, looking back, I was kind of bummed out that this kind of, like, exciting, hopeful moment of Cece not going through with her marriage yeah. is now marred by him being a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. It's like, cool, poor girl, She her marriage kind of fell apart, and now she's also being cheated on right off the bat. Super. Like, that's fucked. Yeah. I Like, I really don't... Which is weird, because I've watched the series, like, two or three times now, mm. and I don't remember how Winston... Or, Schmidt? sorry, Schmidt... Uh, like redeems himself or if he does or if it's just one of those things that like goes on long enough that we just kind of forget about it no well that'll be something to look for over the coming weeks that's I'll put that in my notebook yeah Yeah. our notebooks I actually just had to start a new one now after season one and two Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah that's a pretty exciting time because we're on what our 45th episode of uh, 
yeah. of this fan cast, which mm-hmm. is pretty exciting. So New Guys is five away from the 50. Yeah, it's big. That's it, pretty exciting. That's and you know one. what we have planned for episode 50. Champagne! Be, oh, yeah. But also the venue is now in line and uh, I think yeah. tickets are up. Uh, they go up when, yeah, they'll be up the Monday that this airs. So, like, oh, if you're listening perfect. to this, oh, you can tickets probably, are on sale. Yeah, you can probably get your tickets. Um, so just go on the usual website. You'll see the link. It's fucking gigantic. Um, also, remember, uh, get them early because it went fast last time. Yeah, yeah. Like, episode 25's party was a fucking shit show. Yeah. Like, so, and again, we don't sell them. It's it's through the venue. So, like, yeah. So, if things if, happen, it's not our fault. And if you have trouble with them, please contact, uh, the the vendor not us yeah we don't have anything we we just show up when we're supposed to show up yeah we've kind of made a deal with them they they cover kind of all the back end stuff um anything else to say about the episode i don't think so i think it's fucking okay well you know what time it is then it is our usual ending yeah so every week we end uh with two two things and i think i'm gonna get us started with dane saber part which is uh new girl fanfic Oh, uh, yeah. Let me get comfortable. Oh, yeah. Okay. <sighs> so this one's a little long. Um, I think, you know, you give me the sign if you want me to stop at any point. Okay. Uh, and this is called Root Beer Rag. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and this is by Innie. All right. Her Smilax Regeli print didn't survive Schmidt's ritual cleansing of her room. You understand, Jess, that while my room should be estrogen-welcoming as befits the lair of a a genius, it shouldn't be outbutched by Sadie's Estromax office, and is in a box under Nick's bed, gathering dust and maybe centipedes. The print is in no way necessary for her upcoming unit on Prohibition, when root beer had become especially profitable, but Jess is nothing if not an ardent advocate for audiovisual aids in the classroom. She resigns herself to seeing the dust of years on her black tights, sinks ungracefully to the floor. Whatever Nick said about his room wanting to feel like an old-timey saloon, bedroom floors shouldn't be gritty, and pulls out her big cardboard box, all of the flaps neatly tucked into each other in a way that had mystified Nick. Down at the bottom of the box, forming a stable base, are outdated successive editions of the MLA style manual, and on top of them are the framed prints that didn't fit on Nick's walls between his duct-taped and thumbtacks posters. Duct taped and thumbtacked posters and a sort of miscellanea. Stuffed into one corner is a jumble of black elastic that might be the starfish, a couple of CC's stretchy, he- stretchy headbands, or the waist of her emergency pair of black tights. Sarsaparilla print is as bright and pristine now as the day Nick had hung it on her wall when he'd been her brand new boyfriend and she'd still fumbled for words to describe the insane attraction his wrists held for her. Having him in her bed hadn't made what? her any more elegant. <laughs> It had been easier to say a lifetime before that when they'd been stuck in that time of swirling uncertainty that his habit of gargling his beer turned her on. Easier to omit that much and let him laugh and make incredulous faces at her than to enumerate in lusty detail all of the reasons his beer gargling got her wet. Because it wasn't just his wrists as they flexed when he popped the cap off a Heisler and it wasn't just his throat as it elongated when his head tipped languorously back looking as strong and yet vulnerable as a heavy flower stem. And it wasn't just his eyes, fixed on her like they were heavy doozy magnets, pulling at the iron in her blood so that she shivered and stepped closer. It was all of him. And okay, I'm, I'm going to stop you there. Can I just tell you that, like, this is pretty good writing. <laughs> this is horrible. I mean, 
content-wise, but like, I've heard worse. Okay, well, I'm going to keep going. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, it was all of him, and all she'd been able to say even months later on the day he'd use a golf pencil on the level to hang up her print was that he had hairy arms and nice wrists. She had a better vocabulary than that. She swore she did. She could have busted at her stute or virile or flexion, but the sight of his serious little frown as he measured just where he could drive the nail for her print had gotten her remembering what they'd done hours earlier. He'd stripped her bare and set her down on the bed, careful, so careful with her, before sinking inexorably down and planting his face against her, licking and teasing and stroking at her until she was out of her mind. Her souls had clapped together, making that same sound Nick made when he fumbled one of his thick-fingered clumsy snaps, and then Nick had slid one of those thick fingers inside her, and she choked on his name. She'd run her fingers up and down his forearms, which were anchoring her hips securely to the bed, and her cunt to his mouth, Whoa. relishing the sinky feel, silky feel of the hair there, okay, all right. softer we're... than the mop on his head. Okay, we're calling it. <laughs> when he'd finally moved his mouth off her, she'd sighed in relief that so much heat wasn't pressed up against her anymore. It was only a breather before he slotted his hips into the space. His shoulders had forged between her thighs, and the skin was hot, and he dove into her core exquisitely, ruthlessly, just right. Can we just talk about what? What's our thing with wrists? I know, right? How fucking weird is that? I read this, and the whole wrist thing. Uh, like, does she mean forearms? Because, like, I understand I there's like that. No, there's like that thing about forearms, but like wrists themselves, literally, really have nothing going for one them. One paragraph later, and she's watching his wrists again as he pops the top off a glass bottle of root beer. Like, all she does is look at his wrists and get real weird. Yeah. Um, do you have, I know we said three, but we, or two, we usually do three. Oh, we do you do have three. our, well, we do you do, have our listener We do have question? a user question this week. Um, so they didn't want to be named. Okay. And their question is, uh, what do we do for people who don't want to get named? Because usually everyone's cool with it. I don't know. It's weird we'll, that they don't want to be named. Yeah, I guess we'll give them a Schmidtism, so they Ooh. can be garbage kids. Because I'm pretty sure he calls Nick that in this episode. Uh, or Winston. I think he calls Winston after he he got real. Freaky. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. When he, yeah, <laughs> he dirty the... garbage child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is Agent Garbage Child, um, and they ask, uh, "How do you break up with somebody over text?" That's weird. That has nothing to do with New Girl. I know. Is she talking I, about Schmidt? Are they talking about Schmidt? That he maybe should? I don't know. Uh, I don't think we can answer that if I it know. has nothing to do this with is, New Girl. This is a New Girl podcast. Um. I, yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe we should do a sex and dating advice podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no. That'd no. That would be stupid. Yeah. Uh, also, we have no time with this, I guess. This is pretty much a full-time job. Yeah. Uh, okay, hit me with the last and final bit. Actually, should we say our, we should say our goodbyes first we before should. we go? Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, it's been, we've done two whole seasons. This is the first of season three. Big, big times. Yeah, as, as now mentioned, we are, we're nearing 50. Yeah. Which is, uh. Crazy. Which is our big party. Our second big party. This one's going to be even bigger, um, because we had about 300 people turn out last time. Yeah. Um. We're looking like we're going to at least double that this time, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so we've got a new venue. Um, should we announce that? Or should we wait till Monday? Uh, we'll do Monday. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
So we'll let you guys know on Monday. That'll be fun. And yeah, just thank you for everyone for sticking with us. Uh, it's nice to know there are people who are as big of fans of New Girl as we are out there. Um, and yeah, we've been putting in the work. And we appreciate you guys sticking around. Yeah, it's And usually it's awesome. asking pertinent questions. Yeah, try to keep your... Try to keep your questions on point with uh, with new girl themed yeah. things. Like I, again, if if she just said like, should Nick or Schmidt mm, yeah. break up with something? But like, we're not. I assume that's what they we're meant. not experts here. And we're, honestly, if if that was the question, yeah, I think it would be preferable to. I mean, he's yeah, doing if he doesn't right have now. the fucking strength to break up with them in person, yeah, yeah do it do it over text. Yeah, fucking God. anything to get rid of this shitty plot line. I don't like it. I know it's the worst. It makes me sad. Um. But uh, but thank you very much. We're we're gonna be if you want to watch along with us. Uh, it's uh, season three, episode two next week. Mm-hmm. Um, feel free to uh, tweet us your favorite moments of of uh, the episode. Mm-hmm. As um, always, uh, we're gonna live stream the next watch. Um, yeah, so you can find us at vimeo.com forward slash new guys, and I think it's three six seven. New guys three six seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll be there, you know, same time next week. Um, show up, say hi, watch with us. Yeah. All right. Now, take us out. Okay, you know, the last bit we do every week is we have a nice word from Dan. Yeah, our, uh, pretty much probably our favorite person on Twitter. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and Dan says, be good to people and make sure you treat your significant other right. Hell yeah. Happy April Fools. April Fools, bitches! <laughs> <laughs>